When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. We're into August now. Yeah, we are. Show is back together for the first time in well over a week. Yes. And it feels good. I'm going to keep this pretty quicker off the hop. My son, Bo, is having some asthma trouble. Um, That's awful. We used to have asthma trouble all the time with the kids. Like we were in the hospital every every month or two with one of them having issues. But it's been years. It's been years. And Bo, I guess, wasn't doing it this morning. So I'm going to go help out with that. That's awful. I hope but, he feels better. Let's get right into the podcast with your out of context clip of the show. Typical Leo. That's who got me off. VNS in 20 minutes or less. So I had quite the plane experience this weekend. Um, I was flying home to Toronto and the gentleman beside me, he started chatting with me. And my God, Beckler, I couldn't find a way out of it. He was telling me about his wife who left him. So, of course, I wanted to be sympathetic, right? This is how it opened up. And I was like, okay, so. How, how did it open up? Was he just like, my wife left me? He yeah, like, oh, I forget. We, we were making small chat and he, I was like, where are you headed or whatever? And he was like, well, my wife left me. And that's how things began. And I was like, oh, oh boy, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Let me get comfortable. Here we, here we go. And then he told me he was a psychologist. And then he got into how his wife didn't like how he analyzed everything. And uh, he was telling me that I have some interesting tells in my vocabulary. I say sorry and actually, which apparently mean that I follow rules, but also I could have genius tendencies. He then explained he alters people's DNA to keep cure them of their psychological issues. He explained he's writing a memoir based on 740 hours of research he's documented for all of his clients. He then explained that you should never say the word clown or flying squirrel to a psychologist because those are two big red flag words. And if you do that, then you could be a psychopath. And then he shared the paintings of all of the DNA structures that he has designed. And I was looking through all of this. It got to a point, Beckler, where people around us <laughs> were looking back at me in sympathy, knowing what was going on here. And that you were stuck. And I was completely stuck. Oh, it was no. an hour and a half. Ugh. One hour and a half that I chatted with this gentleman, and I just didn't know how to get out of it. I got in, I got in so deep, and I couldn't climb myself back out of that. Man, at that point, you're like, okay, do I have to get rude? Well, this is... Do I, I don't want to be rude, but I, I have to be like, all right, man. There were some opportunities, <laughs> you know, where I was like, do I do it now? Like, what, but what do I say? And it, but he just kept going. Oh. And then he, you know, and then he's pulling out his phone and he didn't know how to operate it. He's like, do you know how to oh. look at my own pictures? And I'm like, oh my God. He had you. <laughs> he had you. So finally, at the hour and a half mark, we had about 40 minutes left in the plane ride. And I was like, I'm so sorry, sir. Like, I'm, I'm very exhausted. I just need to take a really quick nap before I land. Is that cool? And then he starts going into another story and pulling up more on his phone. And I just like slowly no. close my eyes. I'm like, ah, <laughs> help me. 
<laughs> and the people around you save Everybody's her. Just, save that poor woman. You could just see the looks in the side. He missed those two, and everybody oh, else kind of no. like yeah. The people in front like actually reached over and kind of did the glare for a second, and then looked back, and I was like, oh my god. That's what and that's what it really comes down to. Is like you're you're a friendly person. You are social. You're mm. talkative. You know, I I don't mind a bit of small talk no, here. No, I there don't either. either. No, you know, it's and you would put up with a lot more than I would probably. Was, but it's like that was a new record. When someone completely lacks any social awareness and they don't get any cues, like, hey, this is yeah. too much to share with a stranger. This is this is a one-way conversation at this point. This yeah. is like, uh, yeah, other people are starting to take note at the end, how weird you're being. He said to me, he was like, you know, this has happened every day where I meet somebody and I talk to them for a long time. <laughs> and you were my person today. He goes, I know it's going to happen. It was all in it. <laughs> I know. And I just wait for it. And I'm so excited. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, because you, you were a captive audience. There was nothing you could do. Yeah, Where are you going to be headed tomorrow? I can, I can warn get... the people that see you. Don't do it. <sighs> There's victims everywhere he goes. He's going to get someone, some poor cashier somewhere who can't leave or yikes. It was, it yeah, was that time is. back when. There needs to be a button that you can put. You know how they have the call button for I the flight attendant? I did consider it. It's like, I, I actually considered pressing the button for the flight attendant too. Just like seeing if if, if I ordered something, <laughs> it would distract him enough to stop. But I'm sure not. She'd be in it too. B and S in 20 minutes or less. I have a who's to blame. Who's okay. to blame? Oh, who's to blame? Why All don't right. you tell us who's to blame? Um, so McKenna and the kids were away last week in Saskatchewan, and then I drove out to meet them on Friday, but I was here by myself last week. Um, and I did not water McKenna's flowers, and some of them died. Uh-oh. And she has placed that blame squarely on me. Well, I mean... But, in my defense, mm -hmm. she did not tell me to do it before she left. Shouldn't this you just know to water the flowers because flowers need water? This is not something that I ever do. The flowers are 100% her domain. Okay. Okay, that would be like me blaming her for not getting the oil changed in the vehicles, right? That is my domain. Okay. Flowers are hers. Mm -hmm. So she did, she had Bo FaceTime me the night before I left. Yep. I had a million things on my plate trying to get everything ready to leave. And I just answered the phone. I was uh, answered the FaceTime, and he was like, "Water mom's flowers," and I was like, "Whoa, okay." And then I forgot, and I didn't do it. Hmm. Um, and her nicest basket died. Oh boy! So who's to blame? Yeah, I mean, she didn't let you know, but then she did let you know, and then you forgot. Did the so... manner in which she let me know matter? She had Bo FaceTime me to yell, "Water mom's flowers." I mean, the night before I left. She told you, though, and she could have mm. told you on the phone, and that would have been just the same, right? I guess so. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the night as you left, I understand there was a lot of things going on, but... Or a text with a reminder, with a, hey, did you did you remember to water the flowers, any of that? Mm. Yeah, I mean... Mm. I was also working by myself on the air last week, which is always hectic. Okay, now you're just so making a bunch of excuses. Scrambling to put the show to, together, oh, okay, and then it's so dark mm -hmm. out, hey, go water my flowers. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I, I, I will bear some responsibility because I probably should have done it right when Bo called. Yep. But I was, like I said, I had other things going on. So I'm only going to, at most, at most 49% of responsibility I'm willing to accept. I'd put what do you, you think? I'd put you closer to 55% responsibility, <laughs> maybe even 60. So you think that would mean that I am to blame. I'm, gonna, I'm to blame for these dead flowers. I mean, I get it. I, I understand your points, and it is Which are true. Which not my like, responsibility. I was not told to do it beforehand. Yep. Hmm. I understand, but then you were told again, and then you didn't, you forgot, mm -hmm. right? So, mm -hmm. yeah. 
I, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't like that ruling. No, but this <laughs> this fair. is how the segment works. This is how the who's segment works. So. Oh, who's to blame? It's me, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baloney. It's you. BNS in 20 minutes or less. We just did a who's to blame about who killed McKenna's flowers while she was away. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have decided that it was I who was to blame. It was you. Which I don't agree with. Uh, I think the ruling will be appealed, but okay, that's the fair. flowers are still dead regardless. It you were told to water them and you didn't water them. That's the bottom line. So I, I was told at the final hour to water them. Okay, but you were told. If you if you hadn't been told, though, I would be on your side 100% because you wouldn't know to water them had not been told. So anyway, it's it's fine. The, it was hot last week. We've ended this. It's, it's the over. flowers might have been dead. By the time I left, I did mention I that even to you off them. the air. I said like maybe they were dead by the time you were reminded. In that case, that would also change the ruling. But unfortunately, know. we don't know because you didn't go water them when you were told to. So, I guess then I would have been able to say they're already dead. Hundred percent. This is your fault. That is your, yeah, absolutely okay. her fault. I should have covered my bases. You, you should have. Flowers are dead regardless, though, Shauna. Uh, McKenna's not happy. It was her nicest <laughs> basket, and uh, I was wondering if maybe you could say a few words about these flowers that flowers you killed. That died or yep. were murdered, I guess, depending on who you yep. think was to blame. But okay. We are gathered here today to remember McKenna's flowers that Beckler murdered. This beautiful hanging basket in the backyard. It was the nicest hanging basket in all of the lands, but alas, it is no more. Thanks to Beckler. <laughs> it was a pink basket of flowers as well, the color of love. And understanding. And now these flowers can't spread their love and understanding because they are dead. Because of Beckler. <laughs> I object. Who is the one with blossom, blossoms on his hands? Beckler. <laughs> you suck. You suck. This isn't a eulogy. There's no blame in a eulogy. <laughs> there is today. <laughs> Beckler, do you have a move? Rest in peace, flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's very important. Rest in peace. <laughs> do you have a I do. tribute for it? Okay. The Stones have a song called Dead Flowers, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it was well known enough, so I decided to go this way instead. Okay. Where have all the flowers gone? Long time passing. Because Becker killed them. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Is, is anything 24 hours anymore? I was thinking about this recently because obviously over the pandemic, a lot of businesses shortened their hours and I was in Toronto last week and even there, most things there used to be like there would be a ton of restaurants and stuff that almost operated 24 hours and Mm -hmm. then several places that did and they all have shortened hours and it was packed on the weekend, ton of events going on and they remained with shortened hours like they kept those short hours going. Yeah. And that's a trend that I think even predates the pandemic because like I remember when most shoppers drug marts used to be like yeah. either open all night or open later and okay, now like, you I was can't even find one that's it like I remember in Ontario that being the thing and I was like oh maybe that's just Toronto but no here as well okay so it is it's an interesting shift that we have yeah because lo- for the longest time it was going to longer hours longer yep. hours like when, when, when I, I remember growing up when I was young like the mall closed at 5 yep. like you couldn't go to the mall at 8 o'clock on a weekday unless it was the month before Christmas it honestly wasn't that long ago that most places were shut on Sundays right Remember, mm-hmm. like, sh- Sunday was just completely shut. You couldn't find something open. And there are old clips where people were upset about how places were going to start opening on Sunday because yeah. that was the Lord's Day. It's the Lord's Day. It's family day. But I'm wondering if, yeah, this is a trend that is here to stay. Like, if those pandemic hours are going to remain. Because I think over the pandemic, a lot of people realized the importance of, you know, a work-life balance. Other people mm-hmm. realized how important family is and, uh, like, have our values shifted a little bit. 
to the fact that maybe would, we will keep these shorter hours? I would chalk it up more to worker shortages than... And that's a, definitely a big thing right now. Yeah, like... But I find it shocking that even in Toronto where... It's like I understand worker shortages affect there as well. But on weekends that are this busy, you'd think that at least some of the places would be able to find some workers to work. I seems strange. Well, hell, even our urgent care centers are going to this is true. reduced hours these days. Yeah. Um, man, I hope that it is the trend that continues because one of the things that I like about living in a city this size is that you can find places that are open yeah. all the time. Like, if you live in a small town, you just kind of know, you know? Everything's shut. Joe closes the gas station at, at 5 o'clock on Sunday or whatever, mm. right? So you have to get in there before then. But living in a big city, like, I like the being able to find that stuff open. But, I mean, having a store that opens at or closes at 10 versus midnight, is that really going to affect you that much? Mm, I, I, I see what you mean if it's swaying that way and continues to have lesser and lesser hours. I mm-hmm. hope that trend doesn't continue. But, honestly, I was like, we, we used to deal with things being closed on Sundays, so... That minor inconvenience of an hour so that a family business can have a bit more of a life, I don't know if I'd be that mad about it. I also think that there are people who like working those hours. Not true. So, and you know, maybe if if nobody wants to work those hours, maybe you got to pay them a bit of a premium and then the market will shake itself out, right? Is it worth being open? Yeah. Is it worth paying people a premium to stay open? That's true. And And you're right. Depending on the business, it's obviously more important for some than others. mm -hmm. But Yeah. Where are those workers that want to work those hours? Because I don't see them. One that's always surprised me is that, like, most car dealerships aren't open on Sunday. I know. Sunday seems like a pretty good day to buy a car. Yep. But, But, again, they just traditionally haven't and say, hey, that's still how we're going to do it. So, BNS in 20 minutes or less. We were at Superstore yesterday, and they had those frozen cans of Minute Maid fruit punch. Oh, yeah. Like, where you you put, you plop that thing, it just kind of, like, poops itself out, and then you mix in... You fill water. three of those with water. I think it's just over a liter of water. Yeah. Frozen juice concentrate, is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. My parents used to always buy their orange juice that way. Their orange juice is phenomenal. Yeah. It's so good, especially if it's still like a little bit slushy. <sighs> also, there are some crazy people who used to eat it straight without Whoa. adding the water. <laughs> that's that's an intense experience. Str- like, right? Like just right right for it. And you're like, Whoo! Sour. You're living in the red. You are. You're seeing different You're colors. You're redlining it the whole way. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're probably but, not living anymore, to be fair. Okay, now I want to try a spoonful of that and see how it holds oh, up. It's I bet a, it's. I bet it puckers you. I was about to say it puckers your, <laughs> your arse for sure. But I was telling my boys how, my, how good that stuff was, that fruit punch stuff. I was yeah. like, oh, I used to love that when I was young. So anyway, we got one of the fruit punch ones and one of the Five Alive ones. Oh, good. Five yeah. Alive was so good, too. You don't even see it anymore, really. I was never a big Five Aliver. Oh. Nope. To me, it was Wasn't like... Wasn't alive five times, apparently. Not enough for that. <laughs> it was like premium orange juice, in my opinion. Oh, five Alive with a little a little more going on, right? More sugar. Yep. But uh, anyway, I was thinking that, like, I was, as I said, it was one of the best beverages of the summer, the mm-hmm. frozen concentrate fruit punch, or I guess the orange juice, too. What is the goat... Of childhood summer beverages. Hot day. Oh, you're playing in the sprinkler. You come back in or you come to the deck. You, what your what does your mom have waiting for you there? What is the... I mean, the classic is, of course, lemonade, right? Lemonade is the classic. And you you erect your lemonade stand and try and sell some, too. Like, every, yeah. it's that's the classic. It's going to be tough to top lemonade. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, like, the, the McDonald's orange drank, right? <sighs> 
Yeah, and I was never crazy about it. Yeah, it was always, that was huge. You know, like it, there was an event in the park, and they would have a cooler of that going on. Just yeah, the, it was, the yellow cooler with yeah. the red top. Everyone can, everyone can still see that clear as day. Oh man, mm-hmm. I think like we remember it more fondly than it actually. It was straight be. sugar. Let's yeah, be and it was like, like a, thick. It had like the consistency of Sunny D. Yeah, almost, almost kind of syrupy. Yeah, it wasn't thick like... Yeah. Sunny D is thick. It was syrupy is what it was. Sunny D is thick with two Cs. What about Kool-Aid Jammers? Oh, man. Those are big ones That's for where a while. It's the Tetra Pack, right? Yeah. The squishy where you... Squishy Pack. Yes, Kool-Aid Jammers were good. It's another option. I remember... So did you guys have Circle K? Or it was Max at the time when yep. I was growing up in Ontario? Um, and they always, every year they would release a special cup. It would be like the cup of the summer. Oh yeah. And you know, it's like, oh man, what's the new what's the new Froster cup gonna look like this year? And then you'd get it and you'd get cheap refills all summer. So just like in that cup. Yeah. The Froster in that cup would be on my list, I think. What about just like yeah, slushies as a whole? Yeah. I mean that's Oh yeah. Everybody loves a good hot day slushy. I'm a big iced tea guy. Oh. No? No. Don't like iced tea? No. Oh, I like it all. Good host. Nope. Brisk. Nest tea, Mm-mm. country time, any of that. No. I would also have to give an honorable mention to hose water. Yeah. I mean, hose water is... That could be... Is that, that could the be goat? The, that could be the goat. <laughs> Just because if you can't afford the lemonade or anything else, you still have the hose water. You still right? have hose water. Yeah. It's always there and it, like... Or the water you eat when you go swimming, you know, like all the water that you just pool, accidentally ingest. Pool water. Them, yeah. yeah, that cleans your inside out. Pool water can't be the goat of childhood beverages. <laughs> I mean, you come up I'm, from the pool. Of all the things you would do, I, yeah. it was pro- I probably drank more pool water as a kid than I did anything else. DNS in 20 minutes or less. I went to a couple of Jays games when I was away, Beckler. And normally, you know how they, they feature celebrities or important people people to throw out the first pitch. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, one of the games you went to, the first pitch was thrown out by the A&W spokesperson. Like <laughs> that the, dude? The dude who's in all yeah. the A&W commercials. Man, that guy is everywhere right now. Yeah. Because they brought back the whistle dog. Uh-huh. And he's like doing a tour to promote it, I think, and maybe this is one of the stops. They have a very aggressive advertising campaign going on right now, and I... Don't get me wrong. I, I get it. Like, he, people know him, but it seemed a little lackluster. Like, Drake has thrown out first pitches before. <laughs> Presidents have thrown out first pitches. And then there's the AW dude. AW spokesman, whose name we don't know. We, we don't even know. His nameless know. dude. I, they may have mentioned it. I don't think they did, though. I think it was just AW spokesperson. The actor who plays the AW guy. That's just it. Yeah. Wow. I can't. I'm just like, is, okay, this is what we're stretching for now. <laughs> I, I can only imagine it. Could get worse. It's a beautiful night at the ballpark. Just moments from the opening pitch, which will be thrown out by the nameless A&W spokesman. Taking a look at the first pitch lineup for the week. We've got some serious celebrity here, Tabby. Yeah, tomorrow night it's the guy who voices those Spence Diamond commercials. Following night, it's one of the background actors from the Central Perk Coffee Shop on the hit sitcom Friends. The night after that, it... Appears to be the manager of beverage sales for the Rogers Center. And then a big one. Uh, the lady who does the recorded menu when you call the ballpark. Well, that one's slightly more exciting, perhaps, than the great hand to the guy at the hamburger stand. Whew. Although she's a stunner. 
Ooh, Mabel is a treat, let me tell you. <laughs> the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We got a message from someone who said, it's funny that you mentioned someone from Central Perk on Friends because the A&W commercial guy was on one episode of Friends. He played the photographer he, this person thought at Monica and Chandler's wedding. That's really uh, funny. The actor's name is Alan Lulu. And I was just looking at his IMDb and it looks like he hasn't worked since 2011 other than doing these commercials for A&W. And I wonder if the details of his contract say that he can't. Well, he's sure uh, done enough of those commercials and maybe, yeah, because you wouldn't want your spokesperson to then be cast as some sort of evil villain. Yeah. Right. So I wonder like for an actor like him who, you know, just doing small parts and stuff, if an opportunity comes along, like they'd have to pay you pretty well to basically give up your dream it's true. of acting, right? It's I wonder like, what he makes. Like, you're going to be the face of our company for the next however many years. Yeah. Like, you'd have to pay him pretty well, wouldn't you? You would. If he's going to agree not to, cause, or unless he just gets paid so well he doesn't want to do I don't know. I'm always curious with those spokespeople type things because you essentially become so tied to the brand. And he's a real dude, right? Like, he's a real dude with a real life and stuff. Totally. He is the face of this company. Yeah. Yeah, you've got, you gotta gotta be squeaky clean. Yes. He couldn't be caught doing anything greasy. No, he couldn't be the next couldn't. Jared from Subway. <laughs> that that's a good, good point. Like, yeah, that was that's good. Probably the best example you could think of. Yeah. And I bet you Subway doesn't go with a guy like that ever again for nope. the face of their company. No, now they use you know the marks. Yeah. Mark McMorris and Mark Messier. Mark Messier and V and S in twenty minutes or less. So I got an email from the Bay last week, Peckler, and it said. It's Leo season. Oh, yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Tis the season of Leo, or at least it was last week. And then it was showing a bunch of shirts and clothing that acknowledges that you are a Leo. Well, my regards to all the Leos listening. I know. That's a very exciting time for you. Uh, That is the latest in fashion, apparently, though, is displaying prominently your astrological sign on all your clothing. So. Yeah, I don't think I want any part of that. Well, that's that's, <laughs> really? Like, I was honestly thinking that I was going to buy you one that says your sign so Aquarius. that you can wear that around pr- yeah. proudly. You know, just an Aquarius shirt says it right in big, bold letters for you. That, I thought. Uh, such an Aquarius. You'd be proud. There was like hats that say it too and have the symbol and everything. So you can put a baseball cap on that says Aquarius. Beckler. Aquarius. Like those those sweatshirts that you see girls wear that says like brunette mm. or blonde. But this is just Aquarius. I mean, at least brunette or blonde, you can look at their hair and see that. Whereas this, it's telling people things that they might want to know about you. Like people tend to judge others with certain signs sometimes. So this is a bit fearful for me as well. I was like, does this mean people are going to look and go, oh, no. Some people would, I think. I, I know. Yeah. It's a bit spooky. It is weird. Yeah. It'd be like having your political affiliation on a sweatshirt. It's just true. Just like liberal. Yeah. Conservative. Because right. like, people would judge you the same way yeah, as your just sign. Like, just looking for trouble when you go out. The funny thing about that one is that you don't really even need a shirt. Some, sometimes people have other tells. Mm-hmm. You know, like right. a lot of times the sticker on your truck lets everyone know. Yes, this is You true. are, in fact, a conservative. Or like I find that all these, on when you go on Twitter, there's so many like older guys who have white beards, glasses, and that Australian Outback hat. Right, yeah. And they're all big NDP supporters. Mm. It's like, I don't know, did you... That's the look? If you donate to the party, do they give you one of those Australian Outback hats? Maybe they have so. Maybe they have emails that go out that say, it's NDP season, and then they can buy the whole outfit. Get your Outback hat on. <laughs> Get your whole NDP look here. Maybe. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a bit strange. It's a bit strange. I don't know. I, you know, walking by, oh, you're Aquarius. We can't be friends. If you got me an Aquarius sweatshirt, I would wear it. Would you? Ironically, 
But that, like you said, I think it's going to lead to trouble throughout a night out that maybe I don't want. Maybe I, I don't want no part of. And I don't know if we're far from people having their signs as bumper stickers on the back uh, of their cars either, right? Yeah. Just so that everybody knows. That, oh, it's typical Leo. That's who got me off. BNS in 20 minutes or less. I got a message from a friend of the show, Bronwyn. Uh, and she was submitting her own business for the Fortune 500 list. Oh, yeah. Local businesses, businesses with great puns in their names. Uh, so she sells gourmet ice cream sandwiches near the Peace Bridge. Primarily targeting runners, mm-hmm. and I would imagine kind of anyone else who's out there exercising, walking, Cyclists. biking, roll, yes, rollerblading, I, scooting. I haven't seen... Um, hmm. People who are looking for a treat after their... For sure. After their workout, and her business is called Deserved. Like D apostrophe served. Like serving ice cream? Mm-hmm. Like serving ice cream, but yep. also because the treat is deserved. It's, oh. too, it's a double pun. Well, that is good. Isn't it? Oh, that like, is fantastic. Yeah. Of course we'll give you a shout out. That's a great pun. That's a Fortune 500 business for sure. Also, have you noticed how many uh, people have been reaching out to us talking about their ice cream businesses after I mentioned that, you know, I wanted to start my own ice cream bike? I'm just saying. I thought about that. We just mentioned Terry Not Dairy, who had their ice cream bike stolen, and now Brahman and her company deserved. So I was right in saying that the market needed some more additions, and I was just too late on it. Too late yeah. on the drop. Well, I'm... Come up with a fresh idea. Great name. That's fair. You I can mean, do it deserved. Too. That's, oh, that's good. Strong, isn't it? Yes, Real very strong. strong. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, another quick addition that uh, we got sent as well. This one Duty Calls Porta Potties. <laughs> duty Calls. So I'm like, that's a pretty good one as well. Like, Duty, is I have to take a duty. It's the. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I was gonna. I didn't catch the pun at first. Yeah. How but, is it spelled? Is it spelled like? No, it's spelled D U T Y. So oh. I mean that. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. We did get this one submitted as well, and it's maybe not as strong as it could be, but I get what they're getting at. I didn't get the pun at first. Get what I was you're getting like, at, but it's a stretch, maybe. D O O D Y calls would be. That would be way better. Be duty. I have to take a duty. <laughs> duty calls. Duty calls. D N S in twenty minutes or less. I went to the washroom at a bar recently, Beckler, and and the person in the stall next. To me was blasting music from their phone like full blast music was playing so I sit down and there's someone beside me and they just have music blasting I've never experienced this before like Cliff will do this my boyfriend will do this at home sometimes and it's because he's a bit sensitive of poop pooper and he doesn't want me to hear the sounds so he'll put the music on and then he'll do that then are you sure they weren't just like watching like watching TikTok nope. videos on their phone. It was, it was definitely just music. Definitely just music. Okay. Well, I guess the big question is what kind of music? It. I couldn't like place the song. It was a bit of hip hop though. Uh, okay. I don't know what song it was. It wasn't something I was familiar with, but they were full out just enjoying the music in the stall. And I was very, very hmm. confused by the whole thing. In public, hey? In public. Maybe they were also trying to mask the sounds that their news was making. Well, this is what I was, this is the only thing I could think of, right? It's just like, okay, are you having a time in there? Or like, I know some people are, are shy when it comes to even relieving themselves peeing, you yeah. know? So perhaps it was that. Maybe they do, but I'm just like, <laughs> I can't, I can't poop without my beats, man. Just like pumping themselves up for it. Is that what you do? Like maybe it's just a tradition at home. They're like, oh, I got to go. Okay. I got to, got to get ready for this. So we're going <laughs> to pump myself up and then we're going to do it. Okay. In public, though. Yeah. Interesting choice. Well, this is what I, the whole thing, I was very, and then it was funny because I heard the toilet flush and then the music immediately went off 
and so I was like, okay, so they're they're done and just watching a quick music video. <laughs> Maybe it was a music video. Yeah, perhaps it was that. But again, in public, you're sitting there and you're just and in full blast, like the mute. It was. It couldn't have been louder. It was echoing throughout the bathroom. Yeah, that's odd. I can't figure it out. Yeah, it is odd. Odd. Very strange. You mentioned that Cliff does this at home. Cliff has some does weird it, bathroom. Say, yeah, he also has to. He can't poop without his pants on as well. With his pants on? Or sorry, with his pants on. So he has to take his his pants off when he poops, and he has to listen to music. He has a very a very specific routine. I thought Cliff was the one that got full nude. Yeah, uh, he stripped down completely. Well, he no, because no, I told someone that on the weekend. Was I spreading lies about Cliff? Uh, I think it's just. <laughs> although now that you mention it, I actually don't know. I don't watch him as he poops. The one time though, he because again, normally you don't poop in public, and he had an emergency, and he was at the Saddle Dome, and of course he can't do it unless he strips, <laughs> strips down. So he was telling me about how he hung his pants up on the back of the door and <laughs> in the Saddle Dome, and was sitting there naked. But you're right. I wonder if it's shirt too. I forget. <laughs> Just full rod. Just full naked sitting in the saddle dome bathroom by himself. I'm ashamed. Everybody waiting. Like, I'm so ashamed. What is going on in there? <laughs> you see, see the pants dangling. And, oh, my God. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.